You want to catch a vampire, huh? Well, it ain't going to be easy. I made a posting out next door asking if anyone saw anything suspicious, but it, it just kind of turned into an orgy of racism. This is ultimately what power sharing and coexistence is all about. A real Israel-Palestine situation. A win-win. She's gone! Who? My baby dolly! Hey, dolly, dolly. <laughs> I'm in love. She's half chicken. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Don't sing if you want to live long. They have no use for your song. You're dead, you're dead, you're dead. You're dead and out of this world. You're listening to League Podcast, The Vampire Council, uh, what we do in the Shadows Podcast. We're going to do season three, episode six and seven, I think. Six and mm-hmm. seven. Or the Escape and the Siren. I'm Matt Durson. Clay Inferno. And uh, I would like to introduce the world to my good friend, Evan, King Baby Duck over here. Hey, konnichiwa, my bastards and wetches. This is your King Baby Duck, Evan Borgo from the Boston Bash Brigade and host of its No Borders, No Race podcast show. Wow, that was... You sounded like a real pro doing that. I love that. <laughs> I know. That, was, that was good. It's one of the very few times where I actually do sound professional. That was... You just rattled that off. That I'm always perfect. like, uh, so I, I, I'm Matt Durst. <laughs> yeah, we can barely remember our names. And, uh, yeah. But... But yeah, so Evan, your your podcast, we were just talking about it beforehand, but let people know uh, about No Borders, No Race. So No Borders, No Race, I've been doing this show ever since it was a college radio show back at Salem State College. Began doing it back in 2006 and then started doing it as a podcast uh, more full-time uh, back in, I want to say 2013 is when I brought it back full-time. Wow, nice. And uh, I basically promote Japanese musicians, J-pop, J-rock, metal, punk, and alternative, as well as sprinkle a lot of um, alternative bands from all around the world. And I've also began doing a new segment on the show called The Beantown Sampler, which Clay helped right. me out with a lot, where I give a spotlight to a Boston-based artist because... You know, if I'm not promoting my own city's music, then what the hell am I doing anyway? <laughs> it is cool because even the intro to your podcast is like, we play whatever we want. You know, like you you, you do go from like metal to rap to punk to J-pop. It's just, it's, it's fun because that's kind of how I listen to music. I listen to everything. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like ADD brain as a radio <laughs> show. It's like, I'm kind of in the mood for metal. I'm kind of in the mood for jazz. Uh, maybe a little Tony Bennett right now would be good. Or how about a little bit of System of a Down, that kind of thing. And <laughs> that's kind of like how my brain works. And basically, No Borders, No Race is just a little sampling of what my brain can be like sometimes when it comes to music and pop culture. And through um, the website that I do, uh, the Boston Bash Brigade, where you can hear No Borders and Race, I also showcase uh, my thoughts and opinions on various Japanese manga, anime, video games, and other forms of pop culture. But I do focus primarily more on anime and manga than anything else. Oh, that's pretty cool. You should, you know, little side note here, our fellow podcaster, John Hunt, is a letterer for Viz Media uh, he's been doing it for a long, long time. So he I believe I believe there is a series that he did the lettering for that I think Clay might have told me about that I actually wound up reviewing. <laughs> um, 
Oh but, yeah, that's right. I think I was <laughs> my hero. He does a lot of My Hero Academia. Yeah. Um, oh okay. Because I I I, rev- I don't review the main My Hero Academia series, but I review Vigilantes, and I think Vigilantes is better than the regular My Hero Academia because just of the nitty grittiness of the world that it showcases and the storylines and <laughs> it's not not everything's about Deku like in the main series. <laughs> we'll have to get you guys uh yeah, we'll have to have a conversation. You guys should should and have John a conversation. Is a, John is like actually a fan of, the, of like through through working on it he's like they're they're really good. Everyone should check it out. Like yeah. he really likes that stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the whole world of manga and anime is just something I feel like everybody should be experiencing. And like with everybody talking about that new uh, Netflix series, Squid Game, I'm like, oh, yeah. there, there are there are so many better anime series that came out beforehand that did exactly what this show did. Well, well I, I have think to, I have to mention because I have to ride this wave. My band. Wild Zero, our the first song on our record was Battle Royale, based on the movie. But then I went in and I, I you know, read books and stuff like that. <laughs> but so, so it seems like a very Battle Royale kind of thing. I haven't seen Squid Game yet, but everybody's talking about it. Exactly. Yeah. And not to mention, too, your name, Wild Zero, is an homage to one of the greatest punk bands to ever grace this planet of ours, Guitar Wolf. Oh, you are a saint, Evan. You don't have to come on here and, you know, blow smoke up our A. You know? <laughs> but, but yeah, Guitar look, Hero. Look, any, uh, guitar, anytime guitar I can Wolf mention Guitar Wolf is a plus for me, okay? Yeah, yeah, and anytime I can talk about my own band is a plus, double plus for me. <laughs> All right, but we're not here to talk. Unfortunately, as much as I am enjoying the enthusiasm here, like we got to talk. We- we're talking about a show. We're talking about a. Show. That's a pro- that is a professional segue because you didn't really want us to talk, stop talking about it, but you did steer us right into the actual topic. Yes, we got to do. You know, we got to do. What you got to do here. Um, we got to talk about. We got to talk a little bit about what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. We can get back to the music, but uh, yeah, <laughs> what? Absolutely. So we want to get into, uh, like I said, the last two episodes here. We're gonna do. The first one, the escape uh, from a couple weeks ago now. If as as we're recording this, because um, obviously it's a weekly show. If you if you keep up with it that way, but uh, this one was we finally got to see that the that elder vampire, the the father of all vampires, who escaped the sire, right? The sire who, who escaped like way back in like episode two or something. And, like, or, it was kind of like one of those things where he's like banging on the door and was like going to escape. Right, right. I guess we never saw him officially escape, but he anyway, he's he, he escapes and he's out in the world. And there's this belief among all vampires that if this vampire is killed, then they will all die. Right, which is like the main part of the lore of vampires. Like, right. because if you kill the head vampire, they either die or they wind up losing their powers. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's always the thing, right? Like in all vampire, I remember all the way back to like the Lost Boys when I was a kid. That was like the big thing, right? Like, oh, we killed the head vampire. They should all be dead. Right. But the other guy was the head vampire. Right. It, you know, it's not the Lost Boys that made me think of that. It was actually the episode of The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror when they parodied Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> right. Classic. <laughs> um, but, I mean, there's also some speculation that that's all just 
bullshit that like that, that too. won't happen. Right. So it's kind of a funny, like, oh, well, we don't know. But anyway, they're desperate to find him. And the funny dynamic here that I think is that Nandor and and Nadia, like, have this kind of thing. Because Nandor, Nadia supposedly reminded, they said, you have to feed the sire. And he and he didn't. So Nandor is blaming himself, and he's beating and himself he's like, up. He's like me the past couple of days. I've just had one of those, like, <laughs> weeks where it's like, I make, make a mistake at work. And you're like, please hand me that... Um, that dagger over there as I commit seppuku because I'm the worst person in the world. <laughs> like so, I like so I study Japanese every single day and I do pretty well. But every time I get one question wrong, I'm like, just just fucking kill me. Like, yeah. why did I do this? Like, no, doesn't I'm matter if right. I got everything else right. It's that one wrong. I'm like, just 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 end it. Like, I I give up. I feel well, like Nandor and almost... Evan could talk Japanese together. That, that's another yeah, all right. Thing. There you Get go. I, yeah. I feel like Nandor is doing more of that Chris Farley, like stupid, stupid, you know, like he's, yeah, yeah. That's that's but, how I feel. The funny thing is, Nadia is kind. Of, she has the ability to say, "No, it's my fault. I didn't." She wrote like a post-it note. She even has like the post that she said she never gave him, but like she doesn't want to take any of the blame off him at all. Yeah. She's only too happy <laughs> to like, have him blame himself. Yeah, kind of the cold open. She's, they like cut away. She's like, who is to say who's really to blame? Although she feels kind of guilty about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, but yeah, and so then they have to go all over the city. They, they And they get Guillermo, who is the, who is a vampire hunter. He kind of takes control a little bit. Kind of like... It's kind of a dick about it, too. <laughs> well, you know what? I gotta say, I'm liking this aspect of Guillermo now because now that he has the power and shows that he's actually a lot stronger than any of the vampires, I think he has the right to be a little cocky, a, a <laughs> lot more in your face, especially with the fact that, you know, he wants to be a vampire, but they won't let him be a vampire. And this is his kind of way of, you know, you know, Flipping him off in some way and fashion. I mean, right. you're like, probably talking better than a vampire. I'm better. Right. Than I mean, you probably talked about this when, uh, when um, in the episode about the Chamber of Judgment, the previous episode about how he gets to sit in the chair, and I'm like, you know what? This, I feel like this was the most appropriate thing to happen. Mm. Yeah, it's if true. He can't, it's, if he, he can't really be a vampire, be, he can at least yeah. have the power. <laughs> it is kind of funny. He is definitely asserting himself these last few episodes yeah where he's he's like wait a minute now and the the vampires they're kind of uh like specifically like when he says okay like i'm gonna come up with the plan um you know they're at first they're like fuck you but then they're also like yeah okay you, you know you want to come up with the plan go ahead come on come the plan <laughs> they're kind of into it because they don't have a plan so right uh so meanwhile um my favorite parts of this season, I don't know, we may jump around a little bit here, but we have now because Nadia and Nando are doing the, the vampire council stuff, we get to see Laszlo and Colin Robinson sort of team up here uh, all the time, which is really yeah, they kind of right. become buddy buddy. Yeah. Yeah. These are my favorite parts of this season. So like in the next episode, it gets gets even better actually but like this one it's yeah they're 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 hilarious together i think they're just a great 
Yeah, because I guess in the for the other seasons, it's more like Lazlo and, and Nadja and like you know Nandor and Guillermo. But now they're like, you know, straight up doing like a storyteller thing with the post-it notes. It's like, let's put these two together. Let's put these two together, and uh, right. it's it's working mm-hmm. out great. Well, this is the really funny. So yeah, like this is a callback to way first season because they actually dig up the Baron. Yes, which was a Don't great Jones is back, baby. <laughs> so, but it's so funny because the first one they didn't know where he was. They were trying to remember where they buried him. It, there's, and I they, thought they that just... he was. I was pretty convinced that the Baron was actually dead because he was all sunlight and and ash. I didn't right? think yeah. they were going to bring him back, so it was genuinely a surprise, and I died laughing. Well, yeah. apparently he was feeding on. So they just come out and say that they've been burying like human remains in the yard, which I guess they've shown over the course of the series, like a lot. Like they show Guillermo out there burying human parts. I mean, Lazo where else are you gonna skull. hide the corpses? I mean, right, it's right. not like yeah. they could like toss them in the morgue or something like that without anybody looking. Right. Yeah. So they're just burying him in the yard, and apparently he's been sort of feeding on the you know the leftovers, and, and then he Lazo was trying to said, dig himself uh, out. Oh, yeah, with his one arm. But he didn't know what direction. Like, he couldn't tell which direction he was. So he was going, like, sideways. <laughs> and then that's, like, such an impossibly crazy thing to say that Colin Robinson just goes, yeah, that'll happen when you, uh, your arm is, you know. Yeah, and he just kind of, like, trails off, like, very deadpan. And <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> I love it. His arm is, like, attached to, it's, like, burned to his chest or whatever. Oh, it's it's really gross, but like, yeah. Hilarious. I mean, props to Doug Jones for coming back to playing this role. He's just so he's he's so delightful as the Baron because because <laughs> when you first meet the Baron, you think he's gonna be like this stick up the ass kind of vampire, yeah. Yeah, but then the when you finally take him out, he he turns out he's he's as dumb and kooky as the rest of the vampire crew, right? It definitely showed you that no matter how long you live, you don't really gain any sort of wisdom or knowledge or anything. Right. <laughs> They're all really dumb. And he could yeah. be content living in, like, uh, undead living in the in the backyard trying to dig himself out for years, you know? Yeah, he wasn't even <laughs> discontent. He was kind of just like, oh, hey. Hey, I found it. Yeah, hey, yeah, he is great. Uh, I also want to give a little shout out here. I don't know if you guys ever watched Difficult People, uh, that show. I've uh, seen it, yeah. I, I, I think I've seen a couple I've episodes seen, of that. I've seen a couple episodes, and I do like Julie Klausner. Judy, Judy, uh, Judy, Julie Klausner and Cole Escola, I guess is how you pronounce the name. They were the gargoyles in this episode. Um, oh, okay, okay. You got a great comedy team here, like uh, just yeah. the assemblage of the cast with like Kristen Schaal, Judy Klausner. They're all like best show with Tom Sharpling people. Tom Sharpling is a writer for the show, too. You know, he's just yeah. he was on our podcast somehow. I don't even know mm. how he was. <laughs> but yeah, so like as in there, they're, as they're looking, they go to these gargoyles that are sort of like the, the, the gossip, you know, uh, people of the people, you know, of the. Yeah, Kristen Schaal's like. Just, they're a bunch of gossipy bitches. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what Chris and Shaw like now kind of sort of joining the cast, it's gonna make me start wondering whether or not there's going to be a bit of a connection to what we do in the shadows to the realm of Flight of the Concords. 
Oh, oh. a little crossover. Yeah. You know, Jermaine Clement also being involved in that. Of course. And of course. It would be very easy just yeah, to make that little leap. That would Absolutely. be hilarious. Kristen Schaal is awesome, of course. Yeah. I've been a fan of her since uh, back when I just knew her as the voice, whether it's as um, on Bob's Burgers or on Gravity Falls. But she is legit a very, very funny woman. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I think the Bob Jurgers is the first I ever heard of her. Yeah, but man, so good. Yeah. So I'm glad that she's been on like pretty much this whole season. So it's great. I think she'll be a regular by the next season. If, if they're yeah. still part of this whole council thing and such, I'm going to guess that, that she will be a regular in season four. When I was re-watching that, I was having similar thoughts today. I was like, she's got to just be part of the cast now. This just has to be part of the, mm. part of, part of the billing, you know? Like, well, I mean, yeah. especially with the fact that she kind of looks like she has a thing for for Gilmore. Yeah, what's up with that? Like, <laughs> But like does she have a she thing was... for him or do you want to eat him? I, I, don't know. I think she's... considering the fact that she likes spending time in his... Room thingy? I can't even call it a room. I think <laughs> yeah, she has the hots for Guillermo. It seemed like she did have the hots for him, and he and didn't want like anything to do with it. The the mean like uh, the mean like playground sort of way when she's like, oh, the, all the familiars have to they stay in here. Like you have to stay in here. Like when she's giving the tour initially, and she's like, nope, right. nope, you stay in there. You stay in there. Well, it seems like she just you. wanted to get him into the bed. Like that's what I, I don't know. That's what I got out of it. I don't know. Like, me too. Me too. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. I love that. Like weird little like it wasn't even subtle, but it wasn't something that they really talked about much. Like, but yeah, I mean, when you think about like they're adding, it seems like they're adding the Baron as like a regular again. Like it seems like they're adding cast members. So I'm yeah. down. I don't. I don't see the Baron being a regular. I think he's going to be more recurring than regular. Uh, yeah, it's, maybe. Especially like how you know how the episode the escape ends. Yeah. <laughs> the dog was like his horse or whatever. Like the dog that was the beast in the last episode. They were like, oh, this horrible beast. Uh, yes, yeah, so that is the funniest thing. They they put the Baron on top of the dog and have him ride him. <laughs> and then because then they go out, they get the information from the watchers, the gossipy bitches, and then oh, and then the watcher when when the guide and Nadja leave they're like uh they're like what a bunch of messy bitches i'm yeah, obsessed <laughs> and that was the guy right that was cole yeah that was cool. <laughs> I love i'm it. obsessed yeah <laughs> but yeah they do um after all of the you know craziness they do end up finding it, it's it reminds me of the end of gremlins am i crazy where they're in the store and like they're looking yeah, for that last gremlin, you know, and like they're trying to keep him from wa getting in the water and stuff. And it, I don't know, it just reminded me of that. And they're, I think he's even driving around in one of those little cars, just like Gizmo was driving around in. That's right. That's right. Now, okay. Now I'm seeing it. I am now seeing that. All right. It's, like, a, it's a deep cut. <laughs> well, Laszlo's always calling Guillermo Gizmo, anyways. Exactly. He yeah. does call him Gizmo in that very scene, I think. Mm -hmm. And then Laszlo, I mean, this is the this is the silliest joke. I, I mean, I can imagine, but like he's trying to like whistle 
and he swallows it. I'm trying to. Right? Yeah, yeah, he swallows it. No, 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 no harmonica. harmonica. Every time he talks, it's that. Yeah. I don't have a harmonica on me, so I can't. Uh... That was pretty good, though. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing I have right here is this slide whistle here. <laughs> That's awesome. That more often. Yeah, we got to get one of those. For We're good for impromptu boner jokes. <laughs> all Dirson has is a is a uh, a goat that screams. Yeah, where's my goat? Hang on, let me. I don't have anything that makes noise in here. But uh, while he's looking for that, there was a funny next. <laughs> there it is. That's the only. Uh... <laughs> oh. Did Did you guys hear? Do you guys ever go on the Next Door website? Are you Are you signed up for Next Door on your? Oh, oh no no i i know of next door but i i, I get it i got my, the joke yeah, well, yeah one of my great. live streams um i was like i went on to i i talked about like what i saw on next door because i couldn't believe it and he's like uh called robinson says yeah I, I posted if anybody had seen the sire on on next door but then it just evolved into uh just a like a fury of racism. And then, like, yeah, he does an orgy of racism. An orgy of racism. And, like, that's exactly my experience. Like, it, it didn't take me like five minutes to be like, what's wrong with these people and their welfare checks? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I thought we were just like putting free stuff out on the curb. It is pretty weird. Like, I mean, I did find <laughs> I don't know how next door became parlor, but okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is right. bizarre. I did find a parking space though on there, so that was very. I went. It was pretty helpful for me, but I never really delved into. Yeah, well, into you, it. I just, yeah. you should have been a little suspect when uh, when you go up to the parking space with a big swastika painted on there. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, you know? I thought that was a uh, you know an arrow pointing me. To... <laughs> yeah, park here. Yeah. Uh, it, but um, I know that that was a great joke. It, it, everywhere on in the internet, there's no escaping. You know, I mean, there's no safe haven. It's all. Oh just... God, no, there isn't. As much as I try so much with <laughs> finding a good safe area to post or anything like that, it's just, oh God, there's so many horrible people on here. <laughs> yeah, I'm still on Twitter. I don't know why. It's uh, one of the few places I could promote. That's why. Yeah, I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, anyway, but it is kind of like they do find the the sire, and I think they all kind of like you know they're like uh, would we have died anyway? I don't know. It seems like they're kind of just like well, okay. But they they have a fun little thing at the end with because they open their the place up as an Airbnb, and uh, yeah, it's just a way to eat people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, which is great. Oh, you can check in any time you like. But you will never leave. <laughs> uh, it's like I, I forget exactly how they describe the, the the dumb people that come and sign up for it, but uh, there was a funny. I forget what it was now. I should have taken it was like a meat the, uh, bag the, sort of thing. I yeah, <laughs> the people that show up are, are. Is this the the um romantic like out of the way rustic cabin from Airbnb? And like, yes, you're just in time for dinner. <laughs> Right, it's really the only way that like yeah, the Baron and the Sire can. Uh... Oh, but also the Hellhound. We find out actually he does have powers. He he like can shoot fire from his mouth. He really is a Hellhound. He's not just a regular dog. <laughs> that's right. And, he, and the Baron goes like something like, "Oh, that squirrel is it drives him crazy." 
He's like, hey, we have a nice little thing going on here. They're like watching like Vincent Price on the TV or something. Yeah, they're yeah. Like laughing around. Well, it is kind of funny because, yeah, like it turns out that the sire wasn't like he was just. They couldn't understand him, but it doesn't mean that he was like a but bad the Baron, guy. Or the Baron knows the ancient vampire language, so he was able to right. communicate with them. And then Nadja even goes, the siren actually has a very good sense of humor. Very dry, but very funny. Because <laughs> they were they were fucking up his name the whole time, too. They were like, they they kept trying to say his name, and they couldn't right, yeah. say it. So, yeah. <laughs> Sire yeah. is the uh, I... Stephen Wright of vampires, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to get a tattoo of myself all over my body of me, but taller. <laughs> I oh, name I, my I dog was... Stay. Come here, Stay. Come here, Stay. Come here, Stay. Go um, crazy. Yeah. I, I like the um the the that Nandor as part of the Vampire Council, um. And Nadja is standing beside him, uh, but he like calls a press conference and kind of like a Disney's haunted mansion <laughs> group of reporters like <laughs> appears out of nowhere. And there's, and oh, I know the that was kind of like, new. Like I was kind of thrown off by that scene. I'm like, they can do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he he's just like, uh, and then the the guy says he's like a uh, murder. My name's like Lance Murderboner, and then he goes he names like a real paper from the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, I have a question, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then at the end, the, uh, the post credit sequence is like, ladies and gentlemen, we got them. And there are all those ghost heads are floating. And that was just funny as hell. Yeah, no, that was good, the, the little press conference. Yeah. Now, that now makes me think, because they are writing for regular newspapers, is there, like, a version of each one that's sent exclusively to those of, you know, vampires or werewolves or other creatures of the night that normies... You know, meat bags don't get. Yeah, yeah. wait a minute. Special attention. Well, they've <laughs> they've been sending crows to the uh, the vampires, but it's really eating into their budget because they just ignore the crows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out. I know. I thought I had recognized one of those. I don't know Tim Beresford. It sounds familiar, but I, I don't know. He was one of the reporters, but I don't remember where I would have seen him, but. I just looked out nine to be, but yeah, I love the whole group of reporters. Uh, it's it's like an old lady from like Downton Abbey. He's like, well, we're all going to die because he kind of like lets it slip during the press conference. Like, right. Who's mm. to say if we would all die if we caught this? They're like, what? We don't. Oh my God. <laughs> they start freaking <laughs> out. Yeah. So that's the other problem is that there would be a panic if they let him you know, roam free too long. Mm. So, um, but anyway, yeah, the escape, that that's that's basically it. It's, you know, quick I little to, synopsis. I had to go back to the press conference because it was so funny. No, yeah. no, that's very, very good. But, um, yeah, look, we can go back around, but I wanted to get to the sire really quick before we... Uh, so this the is uh, the, siren. the siren, not the siren. Yes, the siren. The siren. I left a, It's confusing. One more letter. Yeah, it is confusing. Yeah, siren. It's funny siren. because I wrote some notes and I I wrote the escape and then I wrote the sire escapes in all caps below that and then I was like, is the name of that episode the sire? And I was like all <laughs> confused, just like you heard you said. Uh, so I did the exact same thing. 
Uh, well, this one has my favorite cameo so far this season, Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this joke has been like a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bizarre, though. It's so random. He he has no idea what he's doing there. They're doing they're doing like a Zoom with him, based right. Like it's like a yeah. A, they call him. I like when they uh you know well it's, is it it's almost a callback or it's just like I mean it's just regular life, but like the I'm doing my dark bidding on the internet, <laughs> you know, for the movie. <laughs> but like anytime they're like doing stuff with computers, they're like redesigning the Vampire Council website, or they're like on a Zoom. And he's like kept calling him. Uh, Count Bacula. <laughs> yeah. Gets, he thinks he's like Dracula, you know, I think, yeah, Scott Bacula. But yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's not totally random, but it is really like, it is really funny because he's just like, uh, I, all right, I gotta go. I got like, a, I don't really, you know. he's kind of like, I don't know what this is. I, I'm yeah. Sorry, you see, now, now I'm hoping that we're going to get like a cameo one day of Shaquille O'Neal and it winds up, his real name is Count Shakula. <laughs> oh yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> I like to suck at free throws. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I, oh, by the way, vampire-related news, but and I'm not surprised, but um, I guess the Hotel Transylvania Four movie was so bad that Kevin James and Adam Sandler turned down the voice roles in that movie and well Danny Taranofsky it. wasn't involved with it so of course it was gonna suck they, yeah they uh, they have um they have recast the voice and it's just gonna go straight to Amazon they like sold they were like they cut their losses they sold it to Amazon Crazy. wow but I mean for Kevin James to be like no it's not good enough you know what I mean, <laughs> I mean and Adam Sandler too who I actually do like Adam Sandler I'm not really a Kevin James fan, but like I mean, I, I hear he's a Jack jerk in real Jill. life. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard that too. He Jack good, and Jill, but won't make Hotel Transylvania four. Right, <laughs> like he has standards. It has to be. Well, that's bad. why we haven't had Jack and Jill two. Right, <laughs> right. Didn't that win the Raz? Didn't that win the Raz? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Adam Sandler won Best Actress or Worst Actress. <laughs> worst Actress. That's funny. I love it. Loves the Razzies. I do love the Razzies. I do. Me too. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, the siren though, the 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 title. Well, actually, we get it right off. I love this one because it jumps right in. Laszlo and Colin Robinson are out at uh, like a dock, and he's like, "Oh, there's something." He turns into a bat and just kills. He's, these, yeah, he's like, like this boat will do. Immediately kills him. <laughs> yeah. These partiers on a boat because they're going to take the boat because they're going to go to Plum Island. Because Colin Robinson thinks that that's where his energy vampire ancestors, or I guess whatever you call them, are. Yeah, he said they did where they originated from. There, yeah. and yeah, he he found a map in the vampire council place and everything. Yeah, so he's all into it. I love the Plum Island. That was where they were going to send Hannibal Lecter for his like, if he gave away like what he knew about in Silence of the Lambs, like. I, I, that's uh, that's my knowledge of the Plum Island research. Quid See, I only know a Plum Island down in Newburyport, so like that. This that's was what I was thinking. I was like, that's what I thought here? too. I thought, wait a minute, no, that's not the same Plum Island. Yeah, there's actual plums in the Newburyport one. I don't know what there's in the um, <laughs> in, in the New York one. The energy yeah. vampires. 
prunes. Sirens. Yeah, prunes. <laughs> prunes. <laughs> yeah, they're all prunes and raisins. All dry. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be too surprised Bates. if that's what the energy. I mean, energy vampires. They suck up all the juices of the yeah of the plums that makes prunes. I mean, that would make sense. <laughs> Perfect. And like, he, Colin keeps saying like little things all throughout like both these episodes. Like when he was like in the escape, he's like. Well, you guys would all die, but uh, but I wouldn't because I'm an energy vampire. He like just will drop in a little boop, so you could like probably right. methodically go through and like, or while well, somebody's on the the fan wiki page, probably already you know added that part. <laughs> probably right. Yeah, because, it has, it has, because I know it's all about trying to find his origins of energy vampires, but like like before, what we do in the shadows even was a thing. Was there like a thing like of the energy vampire? Because I know there's like something like an incubus that like goes up against mm. like something that's like a succubus that 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 drains the power of one and another. But right, has right, there right. been a story where it's a vampire of energy, not a vampire of blood? I have no idea. Then is it? I think it's also a clever mashup. As uh, you know, sometimes there's and I will send our send each other like all business guys speak you know all the all, let's circle back on that stuff so i do remember like in the maybe like in the when i was like working in office a lot maybe like the early 2000s you'd be like oh that guy just fucking just sucks the energy out of me man oh my god i can't be in a meeting with that guy anymore yeah like, you know like it's like that's that's like sort of like a cultural thing i think uh with colin robinson of course but then yeah mix it with uh whatever sort of mystical reason he is that that way well yeah i think like in in the world pre what we do in the shadows it was kind of also called a psychic vampire but i don't know where like i think they're kind of the same thing but i mean there's just different kinds of vampires i guess although i had never heard it referred to as an energy vampire before but it's it works in this case because he's probably, just so like, like probably came up with it Maybe yeah, that'd be. Would be would it be great if we find out like the uh, the, uh, the the leaders of the of the energy vampires? It's either Stephen Root as his Milton character or Gary Cole <laughs> as Bill Lumberg from Office Space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, so be hilarious. Good. What a great crossover that would be. I mean, it wouldn't but, be too far. I mean, I I swear that Mike Judge has done something with Jermaine Clement in some fashion or, or yeah, something. he must have. He had to. He had. Um, so anyway, I, I my my the line that I like in this scene is when he Lazo's talking about what a great like sailor he was, or you know, captain he was, like sea captain he was. And yeah, he yeah. says, I scrubbed the poop decks or whatever, and like Colin Robinson thinks that's kind of funny, and he's like, No, that's what they're called. <laughs> Just <laughs> really, just true. Yeah, and Colin just kind of like, oh, like he does that a couple times. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, all right. But I love this is another. So like we've seen, Laszlo was a lawyer. He was, uh, you know, he, he had his car that he couldn't really drive. Now he, now he was a sea captain. He said he was on the Titanic for about two seconds. Like, <laughs> right, right. All this stuff would have crashed it. Yeah, right. <laughs> All this stuff, and he like, but I mean, he doesn't do any of it well. Like, he can't do anything. It's that so. jack of all trades, master of none sort of thing. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what he is. Which I think is just he hilarious. can't drive. He can't uh, sail. I mean, he can't sing in the show. 
but Matt Barry can Matt Barry can sing in real life kind of amazingly. Oh, I don't know if anyone has ever seen Matt Barry's legit music career. But like when I first heard about him as a singer, I thought it was just like joke songs, but like he does legit serious songs and they're freaking good. I know he was playing the piano. I don't know. Yeah. Like he he played the theme song. I I was. Oh, yeah. Right. When he plays, he he goes and see you're dead. Like, (laughs) yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so I was listening to um, I'm obsessed with this Tim Heidecker record, and I'm like going out to California to see him play, and I was listening to that because it's all it's the same thing. It's like a comedian that does like pretty serious music, like not too serious, but like it, I was listening to like Tim Heidecker radio on my device, and it, like Matt Berry came up, and I was like what is this? I fucking love this. This is amazing. And I look and it's like Matt Berry. I was like, Whoa, this is cool, man. So I like had to go check out more of his songs. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. I, I have to check it out. Uh, the other great part of this scene that I like is see Dave, uh, Colin Robinson is putting ugh, like so much lotion on. He's like, well, yeah, we're, you like, know, it's dark out. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's dark. But he's it's got like this gloss. Yeah, he's kind of just doing it because it feels when, good. When you put some on my back, he's like, I'll do that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, they are the, I think I'm fine if the show was just the two of them. But, you know, I, I get, it. you need the other guys too. You, you do, but you can tell that, um, that Laszlo and Colin would make one hell of a road trip movie. Yeah, and Laszlo this season is especially stupid or something. Like I don't know what it is, but just like the how he delivers his lines and everything is just like it's just dialed in in such a way that he's like such an idiot that you love him. Yeah, I don't know if if Matt Berry is happy now because it seems like they can say fuck more or whatever. It's almost like you know they can be a little more like uh, uh, you know like rambunctious, I guess, or whatever with the language and everything. He seems like he's just having the best time. Everybody seems like they're, ha- they're right. like really yeah. I, I, th- I think I think FX might have changed a lot of their um, standards and such. So you're seeing a lot more cursing on shows than than you couldn't have on previous ones. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if that help if that changes how they play it. I don't know, but it seems like, yeah, Matt Berry is just they're having just, fun, just yucking they're it having up. Fun. So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, meanwhile, tell- speaking of, we would we would be remiss. We have to mention the other the other storyline going on with Nandor and Nadia and Guillermo, and um, her doll, the Nadia doll, <laughs> is. It just decides to leave, and and I love it. She even takes like that. What do they call it? Like the hobo, a, a like, bindle, a bindle, oh. a bindle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like so, she's feeling really neglected, and she's like, "Pick me up, not now, little one," because Nandor and uh, Nadia are fighting over the vampire council because they've come up the uh, they they. They work on opposite days as the leader of the Vampire Council, and then uh, Christian Charles like they just undo the thing from the. It's the most inefficient way to run this yeah. thing. The previous day, they just they just override whatever the person did the previous day, so nothing gets done. 
So yeah, it's pretty funny. Kirsten Shaw is just like, no, they're like, we came up with this great solution. She's like, it's the worst solution that you could possibly. <laughs> yeah, but I love it. Yeah, she even that bag on the stick, the bindu, bindo. What is it? Bindle? Bindle. What is it called? B-I-N-D-L-E. Oh, okay. Yeah, the bindo. <laughs> so she just like leaves. I love it. Like it, it looks like you guys ever see that movie Puppet Masters from the 80s? Yeah. Oh my God. So yes, um, those two, I saw the first two and I can't remember if it's related to the universe, but I remember watching Dollman versus the demonic toys. I can't remember if that was like a spinoff of it, but I get why I get what you're going at. It looks exactly like that. Right. I mean, am yeah. I, am I the crazy? Guy, I just saw like a little, I don't know. It was like behind the scenes. clip. I see a lot of stuff because we were, we're in all these to promote this dumb podcast. We're in all these groups. For what we do in the shadows, there was like mm-hmm. the, there's a guy that did, does that. He's like since day one, he's always done Nadja's like all of the puppet work. The only thing CG is her mouth. So wow. like even when she was walking down, walking with the bindle, like and or and even doing the sword, like I love the the training montage she had with Endor, and she like knocks right. the, she somehow knocks the sword out of his hand, and she's like, oh, he's good. <laughs> I know, I love it. He said, "Shit, she's good." I love yeah. it. So I wonder if that was. I wonder if that was improv because, like, maybe like he was so impressed by the puppeteer doing yeah, all of that. Maybe. It's, it's it is pretty impressive because I mean it doesn't you know everything now looks so slick and so like you know CGI and whatever, but like, yeah, that's a fucking puppeteer. That's amazing. I mean, it's it makes it funnier. You know what I mean? Like it adds to the comedy, which is what it's all about. But yeah, I love it. It's a great, it's great. I have always loved the puppet, like in little doses as it's around the it, throughout the series. It's kind of just like a line here or there. But now this whole episode, uh, well, you know, fifty percent or so is about the the, the puppet. So really, yeah. really good stuff there. But yeah, it is an actual puppeteer. It's amazing. But yeah, so she leaves, and then when Nadia finally discovers, like, you know, that she's then she freaks out. And she's like, "Oh no!" And then, <laughs> so yeah, now we have to look to like, her. yeah, it's another hunt. Last episode we had to find the sire. Now we got to find the doll. It's uh, yeah, they get. I find it kind of interesting that they would do around. two chase episodes back to back. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but. Oh, it's okay. Almost every episode. I'm checking. Right? It's like two different groups of people wrote those two episodes. So it could have <laughs> yeah. been a really funny co- coincidence. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it seems. I wonder if they were even just, you know, they just put them in a certain order without even really like, okay, we'll do this one, then we'll do that one. But, but yeah. they, they seem to be doing more like going out of the house and stuff and going to the gym. Mm, you know, that's true. Play. Yeah, going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the main part. So when when Laszlo and and uh, Colin Robinson get to Plum Island, or do they even make it to Plum Island? I don't remember. Actually. No, remember they yeah. they crash they right, they right where the siren is. Yes, and they because the music of the siren, it's so funny because like when they hear the music, they're like, oh, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, you know, ever heard. And then when he sees the siren, and the siren is like eating people parts you know like just eating things it's 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 got like chicken legs and a you know a woman body or whatever and he's like oh that's i'm as soft as a you know whatever i forget it's live and he's 
he is not enthralled anymore when he sees it. But when he hears her, he's like, oh, I'm just, oh, man, I could, you know. It's really funny. I forget the line. He's completely not aroused, I guess. But I don't remember the line, but it's too funny. But yeah, but Colin Robinson is still okay. But he's kind of like, you know, I could, you know, I, it's okay. Not, you know, nobody's perfect. <laughs> he's still kind of into Like kids in the hall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was totally thinking of the chicken lady. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. A, I'm going to make you an omelet. It, right from my oh, body. Oh, with my egg. egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, it's chicken lady. Redo. Yeah. I, I saw Kids in the Hall when they played the Wilbur a few years back, and oh, they nice. still got it. They still got it. Like, nice. I'm looking forward to the new season when they're, uh, oh, which I think is premiering early next year. Wow. All right. Scott Thompson's a nice dude, too. Super oh, I can imagine. Like, like Scott Thompson, I think, is probably one of the funniest people on the planet. And I think he's truly underrated both as a comedian and an actor. Yeah, he's great. I'm, I'm watching my I'm, – I'm, uh, I'm hand-wringing my way through Hannibal right now, and uh, he's in that show. He's, like, really yeah. in that show. He's oh, like, really? Yeah, he's, oh, he's like, a, it's like a serious part. It's not a comedy. Yeah. Although they give him the funny lines if they're going to say anything funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Hannibal going, have you met my friend, Buddy Cole? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> or my friend, but, the chicken lady. The chicken lady. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. I mean, I mean like, it is really funny. I mean, I love it. Lazlo says, she's half chicken. And he says, yeah, well, nobody's perfect. Like, <laughs> it just looks and she great. goes, excuse me, guys. And she picks up an arm and she's looking just like, eats it like a chicken wing. <laughs> yeah, like just down, right down the gullet. You know? But doesn't she ask her if they want any or something? I forget. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that go... they didn't go for a dick joke right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And like, yeah, like Colin is, it, he's, you know, he's all into her and. Lazo has to try to get him away because it's just like and they're like well they they're both kind of entranced when she's singing but when she's talking they're like oh i don't know you know but right last like, but colin is like yeah, goes, that's, that's birds of a feather i guess <laughs> yeah right. exactly and then like there's that great line where he says it's not the first time a beautiful woman has shit on my shoe <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> it makes you think of like all the weird shit that he actually might be into. I was yeah, gonna make right. a vor joke, but then I realized that I think being into vor comes with the territory of being a vampire. <laughs> uh I mean yeah, so yeah, he has to try to convince Laszlo has what to try to convince Colin Robinson. They that... like end up singing together like Islands in the Stream and like Colin's doing this hilarious dance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it's not real is what he's trying to, you know, it's like, it's just the singing, you know, you're not in, it's a siren, it's what they do, and, um, even Laszlo cuts off the, um, the, like, Colin, like, trope of the show, like, the monologues, a siren is this, they they bloody know, they do, like, a good long part of it, and he goes, they bloody know what a siren is, (laughs) (laughs) cuts it off. Well, I love it at the at the end though. So yeah, uh, they actually I love when they acknowledge the camera and crew and stuff on the show. 
And they yeah, did that they in this server. He cuts too. off all their sound, all their microphones and everything. Well, first of all, they they go to Best Buy. We should we can't forget that. <laughs> can't skip over that because that's the most hilarious thing. Uh, Guillermo, Gizmo, and and Laszlo go to Best Buy to get like noise canceling headphones, which Laszlo doesn't know what they are. He's like, "Can I get something that will just block out all the sound?" And he's like, "Yeah, totally I know can. a place so, yeah. for that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go to Best Buy, <laughs> and like it's just so funny. They never... I guess. This... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, maybe it's New York City, so whatever. Maybe they're open till eleven. <laughs> Yeah, they go in and like Lazo gets kind of talked into buying all kinds. Of, he's like, "What about that?" Sounds you know, and they buy all kinds it's of like, crap. Give me this like drone. Give me this or that. Yeah, he's like, "What is this helicopter?" I forget what he calls it, but yeah. And then it looked like me when I first bought my first surround sound system back in two thousand two. <laughs> <laughs> I want this first and this thing. No, oh, this movie would sound great in my surround sound here, man. And I'll take this and this and this and. Ever. Yeah, you probably had to grab some DVDs to go watch on the on that thing, huh? Back of course, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The very first one I bought was for the Clerks cartoon, by the way. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> nice. Um, so he, yeah, and then they're trying to talk him into like the warranty and all the, you know, like you gotta, you know, the Best Buy, the Geek Squad, whatever protection plan, all this stuff, and he's he does the brain scram, please. Basically, you will not talk to me. I will not be buying your, you know. Then, but there's one thing that they do. He does want. I forget what it is. I think it's he's just... they. He like gets gets through like having to pay for anything by like entrancing him, and he's like, "But we do need your email for the Geek Squad updates." Oh, well, of course, El Cream is right. worth that. <laughs> yeah. What is my email? So yeah, he's. Um, but yeah, I love it. And they're walking out with the with like two uh, shopping carts with the stuff. And then he just, he's like, oh, shit. He's like, well, where's Colin Robinson? He's like, oh, shit. And then he just leaves him. There. He says, I was in chance <laughs> twice in one night. One by the siren, one by Beth, Judy, and Best Buys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But then he totally forgot. Yeah, like he totally forgot that why he was doing all that. Like it's just. But yeah, when he gets goes back to Colin Robinson, he tells the camera crew and everybody to turn up. He turn turn up all the microphones and everything like that because so they won't be and you know entranced right right by the siren. And then yeah, does he just drag Colin Robinson out of there? I guess. I, think, I forget. I think so. Yeah, yeah, he flew him out of there. Yeah, yeah he, he just flew, flew him out of there. They go so back what to happens when he can grab someone, turn into a bat. Does Paul Robinson shrink or something? How does he fly? I, well, I guess the vampires can fly regularly without turning into a bat, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to I, me. I don't think you need to. Go I don't on. think you need Why to. Am I think? Why do I need to know? I, I, just, yeah, I, have, I just have questions. It's probably Why not. Why do you have worth... sunblock on? <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. But yeah, the, doesn't she go after like the the camera guys too? She's kind of like, oh. I yeah. Know. I think when they turn the sound back on, she's like running yeah. toward the camera because I was the last time I listened to this. Like, well, I watched it with Stacy like on her TV, but then I was like watching it with my headphones on, just 
worn out. I stepped away from the computer for a little bit. I was like, wait, my headphones shut off. But it was literally the time when he turned them off. And then, like, you hear them kind of, like, get plugged back in. And uh, yeah. that's when she goes after the camera guy. So I hope those crew guys are okay. Yeah, I hope those guys are all right. But I love back in Colin Robinson's little room in the basement. He he also tells him just to get out of there because he's going to beat off. Because <laughs> 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 Lazo's like, hey, sorry, chum. Sorry that didn't work out or whatever. And he's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, and he's got but, like something of hers. I forget what it was. I don't know what it is exactly, but. He's like, yeah. kind of like petting something on his bed. I think he's got like a charm or a locket from her. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was on his computer? Did you guys happen to know? It looked like he was doing something on his computer. I don't know if it was some sort of porn related. Yeah, it was a thing about saying how to beat off. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I knew it, really? it was a joke, but I couldn't read yeah. it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and he's like, okay, I need you guys to get out of here because I'm going to beat off now. That was pretty that was pretty hilarious. Uh and meanwhile, yeah, also we, you know, they they sort of the doll, the great thing with the doll storyline is that the doll is jumping into other hosts, which is really funny. It gets into like big rat thing, like outside the toy store. It sort of reminds me of the old FAO Schwartz bear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like one of those like um union scab rats that they put up you know yeah it's a union rat yeah oh is that what it is okay yeah but it then they they accidentally pop it (laughs) because they're trying to chase her down and they think that she's going to she's like oh jumping from host to host is very tiring and and then um nadia's like how about jumping back one more time into this host and she pulls (laughs) out the actual doll yeah, because this is after them going to another toys like another store. They're like in the Toys R Us, and she was hiding. She's like, I, "This is exactly what I would do. I would hide, and then some poor little girl would like pick me up, and I would go home, and then I would torture her. That's exactly what I would do." So that, <laughs> she's like sitting on the shelf, and she attacks Nandor, and then jumps into like a a mannequin. And there was another like puppet thing where the mannequin's like walking, looked like a bad like C three PO or something. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Nadja Doll is Nadja Doll is a slightly different personality than Nadja. Like they do something a little bit different with their voice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still um, Natasha Demetrio, Demetrio, whatever. How do you sure. pronounce your name? Sure, <laughs> Greek or something, right? I think they're Greek. Her and her brother, I guess, is this show Seth Let's Flats, which I haven't seen yet, but she's in that show, and that's another show in the extended universe I need to check out. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah, so like, but they, you know, basically they make up and like, oh, I'll, you know, like, we'll be, I'll pay more attention to you and, and whatever, and, and yeah. And so it's like, it's kind of like, oh, everything is back to normal, like, you know, <laughs> just, yeah. Like an episode of The Simpsons, like, oh, like, we'll never discuss it again. And we never did. And we never, <laughs> never did. did. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 the siren. That's the that's the siren. So um, I don't know. I, I I thought that was I like the Colin. Like I said, my favorite parts of the whole season are the, the Colin Robinson Laszlo parts. 
But I like the the you know, I like the other characters obviously as well, the other bits as well. So I don't know. Yeah, their but their I, whole yeah. funny comedy thing is is hilarious. But I do like as as I mentioned in the beginning, I do like the fact that Guillermo is like being given a much bigger spine in this season than he has in the past. Yeah, definitely. I want to see where that goes. I know what last season was like a big well, I guess it was the first season, right? Where he mm-hmm. you know, it's been quite an arc, really, when over the three seasons now. So yeah, yeah. You know, one thing that that I always think back to, and I'm surprised that they haven't revisited it, or it should be revisited in some fashion, is the fact that Laszlo admits to being Jack the Ripper in the first season. <laughs> and I'm like, can you find a way to bring that back in some fashion? I, I, I don't know. That would be... I mean, they do do a good job <laughs> and make of, it like, funny. Yeah. referencing stuff like the, his, his witch's hat came was like in made an appearance this season and stuff like they do go back into it which is cool and especially yeah, when they're trying to piece together i mean literally it's like a it's a plot arc of this season for colin to robinson to discover more of who he is but they've like throughout the course of it like i said like on that wiki page about him is like all these little facts so when they all add up it's gonna be pretty good yeah i, I wonder yeah i can't wait to see where they go um I mean, I, I my favorite episode last season was the um, Jackie Daytona. Of course, know, regular human bartender. But like, I don't know if they would ever be able to revisit that one. But that... well, you know, Mark Hamill's character is still alive, so of course they're going to probably <laughs> find a way to bring him back. <laughs> I'm totally on board with that. <sighs> regular human bartender, which of course. <laughs> It kind of remind. I was reminded of that because when they showed Scott Bakula, they did the uh, what do they call that in the bottom of the screen, like the Chiron, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And it said human actor, which I thought, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we, they have to distinguish. Like he can't just be an actor; he has to be a human actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I. Uh, they don't really get, the, you know, like how they like, don't get how people eat. They don't get like, yeah, oh, you're a human actor. I was a human bartender. Just a, yeah. I love I like it. how even uh mm. like there was another thing that Colin Robinson said when like Guillermo's like Boston everybody's like, Leslie, you need better shoes and the guide, you need to get us um your insider information and I think Guillermo's like, and you get me a glass of water with no ice. And and like <laughs> Colin Robinson's holding the baron in his hand and he's like i wouldn't even begin to know where to get something like that (laughs) (laughs) i know it's so good there's so like that's what that's like the crux of the show though right i mean like it's like they're trying they're they're in the world but they don't have any idea how the world works and they're just kind of fumbling their way through it it's that's 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 what the show is all about to me anyway Mm -hmm. i love it I'll give her, I'd give up a whole year's salary to watch her lay a couple of eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that is, it's Catherine Cohen, by the way, is the, uh, is the siren. I don't know what else she has been in. Do not know. I have no idea, but 
She's, they do cast a lot of really funny people. That's why I'd be surprised if she's in. So let's see. She says she went to did classes at Upright Citizens Brigade, worked oh, at People's yeah. Improv Theater, co-hosts a monthly comedy show called It's a Guy Thing. Um, she's not a guy. She's, I, what, <laughs> with two other women she, she does the uh, show with. So. God. Oh, apparently she was also on Difficult People, one episode of Typical people. How about that? Mm. So, a lot of difficult people. Uh, people. <laughs> a lot of so. difficult people around this in this season. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's I, what have we got? Two more this season? What? Three season? more. Three more? Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's good. It's obviously renewed. Yes. And, yes. Yes. And uh, I guess, uh, Evan, would you do us a favor and? Give us a breakdown of what your impressions are of the the Wellington Paranormal Universe. So what what I like about the Wellington Paranormal Universe is that it's not just about, you know, vampires or anything. Because these are the two same cops that you see in the original What We Do in the Shadows movie. Mm -hmm. But but, um, one of the things that I like about it... uh, Officer Kylie Minogue, Kyle Minogue and Officer O'Leary, is that it, it dives deep into all forms of supernatural creatures and beings and monsters. Oh, nice. And it all plays into this. It's kind of like if public access television did the X-Files. But because everything <laughs> yeah. is real, it has a much better right. budget for some reason. Yeah. Nice. nice. It's nice. very enjoyable. Um, I've, I've been, I was watching the first couple of seasons while it was airing on... Uh, the CW. There's a third season that hasn't aired yet here in the United States, but um, you should be able to watch the first two seasons of it on HBO Max. It's a very, it's it's that sort of still uh, dry kind of humor, especially with the characters and the dialogue. Yeah, but it's and it's very like, it's really Zealand, funny, right? Like they they're like um, it's like um, for the wilder people, like kind of like I remember watching a few yes. like promos and that actress is the that's the cop that i'm sure they're both very funny but i i remember the actress being particularly funny and the i watched some things like you can watch the um i've been trying to get these guys to do a special episode of the original pilot like college movie that taika made um which is like 20 minutes and it's on youtube but like they did some um they did some promo for the movie with the Wellington Paranormal people and Taika. And so it's like movie characters and then like uh, those guys and like, you know, doing weird things, like actually like going to places and like doing tours, like interacting with real people as the characters, like, like pretty weird shit. Like I went down <laughs> this total rabbit hole one day and I was like watching the, those actors like promoting the film with Taika. Yeah, that's awesome. It's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, it gets into it. I mean, yeah, I, I think this looks like it would be right up my alley. I'll have to check it out. I mean, I'm still waiting for the swear werewolves, not swearwolves. Uh, I don't know if they were going to do a movie or, or whatever, but. Yes, the uh, the werewolf, werewolves is, yeah, is we, what it's called. We are, yeah, we are oh, wolves. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, well, give me all more, these... I say. I mean, yeah, unless exactly. they just all wrap it into this somehow, or like spin off. 
were yeah. werewolves from what we do in the shadows. Like from the people that brought you what we do in the shadows is Joni Love Chachi. Werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> Joni Love Chachi. Yeah, right. I mean, everything Taika Waititi does is, I mean, I have yet to see him. He has yet to disappoint me. So whatever yeah. he does, I'm down. I mean, my least favorite thing he's done is Hunt for the Wilder People. And even that was really good. Yeah, I yeah. think a good was, movie. thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, that kid is just so funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Deadpool kid. The Deadpool kid. <laughs> and, well, uh, Ryan Reynolds saw him in that book in Hunt for the Wilder People and said, I want this kid. Let me tie yeah. it all together here, which I wasn't expecting it, but since you just said Ryan Reynolds, I was going to mention uh, I saw Free Guy the other day, and oh. Tyke's in that as well. Oh, that's right! I forgot um, about that. And if it's like it's not for everybody, it's a video game movie. The way I described it to Stacey was like, it's like the Lego movie mixed with Ready Player One. It's like very funny and it's a comedy and it's for kids and there's all these video game references that like go over my head or whatever. But they have like Ninja, like the Twitch streamer and like all these and like um and like Markiplier and like all these like big Twitch people like in it as cameos that it means for the kids to go and like uh Pokemon. So they're like kids are probably gonna supposed to lose their minds that their Twitch people are in a movie or whatever. Um uh, but it was actually it was it was pretty funny. And Taika was funny and Ryan Reynolds was funny. So. Alright. I mean, But it's a kid's worth... movie. If you're not going to watch something like the Lego movie or something, then you might not like it. You know? That's mm-hmm. I yeah. totally love the Lego movie. I totally watch that. <laughs> well, well, then, here we go. Yeah, we're kids. Here we go. Anyways. Here we go, then. Mm. Alright, do you want to throw in one more plug for uh, No Borders, No Race? All right. So, yeah. So, No Borders, No Race is my podcast show. And you can find that at b3crew.com, Boston Bash Brigade, where not only is it the host of that podcast show, where I play great music from Japan and other parts of the world, but you can also read my reviews on um, video games, manga, and anime. I'll be starting soon covering the fall 2021 anime series, uh, anime season, which does include another vampire comedy that's now airing called uh the vampire what's it called the vam uh oh i'm all right i just the vampire die oh my god i'm like uh one second one time look it up up. the vampire dies in no time is the name of this show (laughs) and it's very funny it's about a vampire who's forced to live in the office of a vampire hunter after said vampire hunter accidentally uh, destroys his castle. It's really good. All right. Wow. Uh, I, I, well, check it out. We'll, we'll put a link in our show notes, of course, as well. How do you even All right. get it? And... How do you even watch this? It's three. Oh, you can watch I it on Funimation. Fun... Oh, okay. Like, so yeah, Funimation, Crunchyroll, um, and High Dive are like the three big anime streaming ones. And The Vampire Dies in No Time. You can watch on. Funimation, as well as a bunch of other really good shows that are airing this season, including uh, the very beautiful The Heike Story, which is from the same studio that did Devilman Crybaby and the director oh, yeah. of probably one of my favorite anime films, A Silent Voice. Well, very I got to cool. tell you, when you, you drop knowledge on on your podcast uh, and, and like you read your reviews, like I, I don't follow that stuff, but you definitely get me excited about uh, both anime and uh and any of the books and stuff. Like, your podcast is very 
it's it's uh it's music but also i, I find your reviews very good man it's very cool thank you thank you thank you you know there's some times where i know in the previous episode i was <laughs> i needed a bit of a breather so i just did all music but you know i i do greatly appreciate the people who like what i say and my opinions on things within the realms of pop culture and when i do have to get on my soapbox from time to time to talk about normal shit <laughs> we love oh, having yeah. you man Thank you. yeah we did it was great uh anytime you want to come back let us you know anytime i mean maybe there maybe sometime we could do some sort of thing uh involving anime or manga because i know with with the league podcast it, it's all geekery all the time man so I yeah figured, yeah exactly. we could we could absolutely maybe bring something to the table in that regards sure sure yeah, and like on, said, we have a third member who is his, his job is all about that so mm -hmm. i'm sure he could Sure, you can lend some expertise. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on, chatting what we do with the shadows with us. Absolutely. And uh, one other thing uh, for your listeners, you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KingBabyDuckESH. And for those who are wondering, the King Baby Duck uh, alias uh, is an homage to one of my favorite bands, Eagles of Death Metal, The Ballad of Queen Bee and Baby Duck. So yeah. and, and some, people, uh, some people wonder where it comes from. And I'm a big fan of Eagles of Death Metal and, of course, Queens of the Stone Age and all, everything Josh Hame and, like, Mark Lanigan does. So it's my way of paying homage to those artists. I'm a big right. Mark Lanigan fan myself. I've all actually right. got a Gunner Twins poster that stares right at me while I'm recording. So <laughs> Nice. Nice. Well, thanks all for right. coming on, brother. Thank yeah, you very much. Thanks for coming on. Check out Boston Bastard Brigade and check yep. us out leaguepodcast.com all the geekery like he's like like evan said uh yeah we got all of our bond podcasts all of our movie everything 400 something episodes you'll find something you like wow. <laughs> yeah um curbcast but yeah. coming soon that's right curbcast is coming soon uh check us out wherever you get your podcasts it will be pretty 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 good <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Ah, matane. Bad.